video recording. I feel like I should be wearing glasses right now. You don't fit in, dude. <laughs> I think I'm gonna actually take mine off because just because the where I'm sitting right now, this looks like there's a really darn big glare. Those are you have normal vision though, right? They're just to look fancy. No, no, no. They're they're. Oh, for, for I, I use them on the screen. Yeah, they're just mostly for like um on the screens and stuff like that. Oh, I, I, I can't see glasses. without them. They're like they're not. Um, my vision's not terrible. It's just uh, I get headaches and stuff after a while. My vision is awful. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Like I'm Wait, not allowed. You... To yeah, I'm not allowed to. Yeah. Oh, either con <laughs> contact, contacts or glasses. That's it. Huh. Oh, I'm like squinting, and I can't. I can't get like 2100 vision. It's pretty bad. 2100. Dang. What? <laughs> yeah. That's really. Um, Okay, how is, uh, is my reception? I don't know what legally blind is, but I feel like I'm pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think legally blind is uh, over 150, like 20, 150. Oh, yeah. Is my image coming through okay? Because for some reason, my Wi-Fi was acting a little funny, and I'm on my cell service right now. Yeah, you look clear uh, yeah. to me. Okay, cool. All right, we're recording on my end. Everything good on, on your side? Yep. Nice, cool. All right, well, uh, this is a little earlier than um, we usually do it, so you're going to have to hear my ice drinking in the background for a while. I finish my it's 9 a.m. here. Classic California, drinking out of a jar. Mason. <laughs> Mason. I, can't, um, I can't bust on you too much though i've got like i've got a set of mason jars that i like i may i drink my tea out of because i feel fancier with it that's yeah. that's even more hipster than uh that's my roommate <laughs> Caleb, just hoarding marinara sauce jars all of them, just hoarding them. <laughs> yeah his his roommate eats like like we'll finish like a like a jar of jelly and then wash it out and be like oh tea <laughs> i'm not <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if it's better or worse, but I actually bought my mason jars. Like, I like think it's a little better. That's just silly. That's just silly. <laughs> they, when they come free, why would you buy them? <laughs> <laughs> I, know that, I feel like it's, it's kind of worse. I bought, I bought this one, so it's all good. Um, so uh, let's. So what we're doing today for everyone listening is um, something a little new. It's actually something we've done before, but I don't think the last time we did it, um long story short the episode didn't actually get out um so we're doing a co-cast so it's going to be a little collaboration quotes and chokes and uh you're the saved and savage yeah yeah right? saved and nice savage, yeah. so i actually only know you by your instagram name i don't i don't know what your your, <laughs> your actual name My is. actual name i'm <laughs> preston hogger okay cool so yeah, they, some people in some circles they call me the pastor of disaster Nice. Actually, just, I was looking at your Instagram this morning. I saw, I saw that. What is that? Because you. So, do you fight as well, or are you just an MMA yeah. like inclusive? Oh, you do. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've had. I've been fighting for like ten years. Hmm. Um, are you still active? Yeah. Or obviously, no one really is right now. But you, you know, nobody is really right now. I had, I had plans of competing. Like I had my goal of competing three times this year. Okay. Um, not so much strictly MMA, but like maybe a kickboxing fight, maybe a boxing fight, like, but trying to compete three times this year. And then that didn't happen. Um, so right. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to happen with that goal, but I just, I just do it for fun, man. I just have fun. I, I've had nice. people years ask me like if I had any aspirations and it's always just been fun for me. So like, yeah. I've got my nine to five and I'm, I'm a husband and now I'm a dad, and oh, so nice. fighting has just been fun. So that's kind of I tell people, like when it's not fun anymore, I'll stop doing it. And the older I get, the less fun it gets, <laughs> especially like <laughs> the cutting the weight and all that. It just gets a little harder. But yeah, how old are you? I'm 35. Hmm. Hey, 36 next month. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody tells me when you pass 30, the weight cut gets a little bit. Well, you're 31, right? 32 now. 32. So I'm coming yeah. up on, on 30. 
so I used to I used to always hover around 170 uh, under 170 but now I've noticed that I hover around 173 74 so my, my resting weight does stay higher was well, significantly higher than it used to I'm um, remember when I uh, came back from my honeymoon, you're like, man, you weigh 180 right now. I usually yeah. sit at 180 now, weigh yeah. 178. Yeah. And just in the last like year, I got, that's, that's changed. Um, Didn't you just turn 30? I'm about to, in December. You're about to. Yeah. So it's kind of creeping up on you. <laughs> but this morning, I, I finally hit uh, the 170 mark because I'm trying to sit at 170. Yeah. Uh, just in case somebody Something needs uh, somebody needs Replace a replacement, it. yeah. Somebody gets COVID and they need a lightweight in there. So I just hit 170, so I'm going to sit here and see what yeah, see what. Uh, I've been trying to do the same, keep my weight low in case a short notice opportunity comes up. you got to act I, within the lifetime of the opportunity. When the lifetime you know what? You know what you should consider that? So my, so my friend did this, my friend that just fought. And he, he did this, and then he ended up getting a replacement, like, right afterwards. And um, he got all his medicals transferred to Nevada, because Nevada has, like, a lot of medical requirements. It's it's more than California, which is crazy. For real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he transferred them over there, so that when they need, like, super last-minute fights, because they require, like, brain scans and stuff, things that you can't do on, like... 48-hour notice or maybe even a week notice, depending on what the brain, what the place is like, you know? So he, he got all his done and sent into Nevada. So when the last minute fight dropped out, they were like, all right, well, we need someone that's ready, that's someone that has medicals. And he, it bumps, bumps you up on the line. So I'm doing that tomorrow, actually. So they, the Nevada requires uh, brain scans before every fight? No, uh, but it's a brain Just scan like that I've never been... Well, California requires an MRI, so mine's yeah. done. But they all, but Nevada also requires that and an MRA, and then they require all the same, all the same blood work plus another blood test that I have to go get done. And then, Who knew? Uh, yeah, I know, right? In There's the some land of they don't. prostitution, <laughs> they uh, take care of the fighters. We like well. to keep people safe, right? <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Um, so, it's so uh, funny when I first started fighting. It was like you just signed a signed your name on a paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been in the field. Sure, I'll fight yeah. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> signing something that says, uh, uh, "I did not take steroids." Sign here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just sign a paper um, that says that you don't have like, diseases. Yeah, we're all, we're all trustworthy. <laughs> hey, um, uh, if uh, if it doesn't disrupt your podcast format or whatever, is it possible for you to go? Uh, yeah, it's not going to bother me at all. Okay, cool. Make your OCD kicking in or what? No, because when we when we upload it to YouTube and we're all different sizes, we're gonna have those oh, fat yeah. black bars on the side. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did um, you guys catch the fights this weekend? Yeah, yeah. What, what a fight, uh, man. What a, you know, win or lose, that was a – DC put on a great fight despite the eye poke. Did you see his fight, his eye after the fight? It was like, oh, man, it was nasty. Dude, immediately afterwards, sorry. Hey. One second. <laughs> hey. The squad is alarmed. Is it the mailman? No, we've been getting noise complaints because my dogs are getting chunky lately. We actually had to order them shock colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, so it, it, the first time it goes off, the bark, it just beeps at them. And then the second time. It gives them a warning. Yeah, yeah, the second time it beeps real loud. And then the third time it shocks them. So they only got shocked once. and They don't have it on right now. They only got shocked once. And after that, as soon as they hear the beep, they're like, <laughs> they, they go. They go over. They run to their beds and lay down. <laughs> it's uh the one of my dogs I don't really like very much is my wife's dog, and it gives me a little bit, a little bit too much pleasure. When he, when he <laughs> uh, we got two two goldens, and um, I have a little mutt, a uh, little rescue dog. He's my little rat dog. Uh, 
I think he's in the shop right there, sitting on top of the couch. Oh, I didn't um, even, yeah, I didn't even notice there was a dog laying back there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you, you've been fighting for how long, you said? Uh, like 10 years. Oh, okay, nice, nice. And that, is your 95? Is your nine to five a, a pastor job? I, yeah, I'm the associate pastor at my church here in Virginia Beach. And oh, Virginia, doing okay. Yeah. So you're in California. What part of California are you in? We're, I'm in Carlsbad, uh, roots in uh, Denver. Yeah, I'm so in I, Yeah, him and I were training together when I lived out there. And then I got tired of the ice and snow. And I was like, yeah. coming back. Um, yeah. LA. I spent a little What's bit that? of time in my sister lives in LA. Oh, okay. I spent a little bit of time in San Diego. I lived out there for about a year. It's oh, nice. Okay. There. Yeah, so, so yeah. close to San Diego. Yeah, I'm familiar with Carlsbad. You went to school so, yeah, out there, you said? Yeah, it's a small Bible college. Hmm. I did some school there. Nice. Um, <clears throat> I'm almost done with jingling my eyes and the microphone um so let me ask you this how do you um i, I have an answer to this question it's something that i get all the time so i'd like to i'd like to hear yours and then um i mean i can share mine how, being a pastor how do you reconcile your faith with your violent hobby <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well i mean for me it's always been a sport um, yeah and yeah, like even looking into how I got into fighting, I started fighting because, well, as a sport, because it was the safest place for me to test if I actually knew how to fight. So like nice. I wanted to learn how to fight for self-defense reasons. Um, I had never gotten in a fight growing up and, um, you know, I had some stuff happen. I decided I wanted to learn how to defend myself and my wife and my family. So I started like, started with jujitsu, got into like Muay Thai and, um then i felt like i wanted to see if i could really do it because anybody can get yeah. past but um so i took my first fight with a guy i never should have signed the dotted line with. oh really <laughs> i was massive like it was one of those kind of dirty promoters like trying to get people just to fight and like uh. and but it was fun like i lost the split decision um and I figured if I could have fun losing, I, how much fun could I have if I won? So I yeah. just kept fighting. It's, it's always fun to be fun. But like for me, that's it. It's just fun. It's two guys, two consenting adults that um, know exactly what they're there for. It's a competition just like playing basketball or a game of football. And like we could go even deeper like into calling it a violent sport or a violent mm. hobby. It's like – Football is really socially acceptable, but it's probably more violent in some ways than um, than fighting. I think, like mixed martial arts. Is. I would say oh. it is. Yeah, there's just a. Uh, um, uh, it's just dressed up. You know, yeah. The, yeah, you guys are crazy. Football. Yeah, football. Like sometimes when they run each other over, it's like getting hit by a bus. I get that, but it's not. <laughs> you think goal. football is less violent? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think because it's not their goal to to physically destroy you. I mean, like, well, the football players have far more physical. I mean, like to their body and their brain, sustain far more damage than MMA fighters do. Is that a fact? I mean, so, so I mean, you can't really know the severity of CTE. Uh, until after people are dead. So, uh, but it's thought that that there's that CT that they sustain is definitely at least more common. Um, and you see a lot more severe uh, severe uh, symptoms, like through like retired football players and things like that. And then, as far as injuries go, um, man, I mean, people are always injured. You know, I mean, I I, I don't have the deepest understanding of football, but the, the people that I know that played football are like always like you know injuring this and injuring that and then also uh the there's other like negative side effects of their health from being i mean let's be honest being on all the steroids and then being overweight for some of the some of the uh the average lineman i think i i heard i heard this like 10 years ago so this may not be accurate <laughs> the average lineman dies in their 50s 
the average. Yeah, they, they're just cattle. Linemen are just cattle. They just mm -hmm. keep the uh, – they, they're treated like cattle, too. They're just like a human wall. I mean, yeah. meat. Just, I, I, don't get me wrong. Like, when people get blindsided in football, I think that's like equivalent of just getting run over by a car. So, like, that – it's probably getting. It's probably worse than getting hit by a uh, head kick, but it happens like once, twice a game. You know, like maybe it doesn't happen in the game. And once twice a game, once twice a game. But but they have like what? How many games do they have in a year? Twelve. That is a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, but regardless of if it's more violent or not, I mean. Um, Close enough, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, like going to what you were saying, President, it was like it's I, for me. It's the same thing. It was never like um, I, I don't have like hate towards. I, I have love for my opponents before and after. I mean, I, I mean, there's aggression, but there's not hate. It's just competitiveness. And for me, it's like a math problem. Like it's it's just. I'm just figuring this out. I'm placing my pawns on the board, and I'm, I'm, like strategically outmaneuvering them and outplanning them. Um, and there's aggression, but like uh, there's no more like aggression as if I was like, I don't know, like uh, chopping firewood or like or even playing basketball. When I play basketball, I get aggressive, you know. Um, I fall people constantly. What's that? I'm the guy that they like have to kick out the. The friendly uh, pickup basketball because I'm following the prison rules. But I'm just terrible at basketball. I'm terrible. Yeah, all relate. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, my my best move in basketball is like fouling. You know? yeah, <laughs> so, did you wrestle in high school or anything? Yeah, I wrestled in middle school and and a little bit in high school. Um, but again, I ended up, I mean, uh, the high school that I went to was super competitive. I mean, top of the state. And, um, so it was very much a job. So I ended up having to kind of make a decision between wrestling and being a part of my church and my church really won. It wasn't much okay. of a, it wasn't much of a decision cause I was so involved and, you know, looking back, I think if I, I, I wouldn't say it was a regret, but I, I wish there was some way that I could have done both. Well, like we would get to school at like, we'd get to school at like 6.30 in the morning, having a morning practice. And then I'm practicing after school until like seven o'clock. It was just a different time when like, that was just kind of acceptable. And then yeah. I had to go home and I had a couple hours of, of homework that I had to do. And, but I, so if I was going to do all of that, I was going to, not be able to be involved in my church and my youth group, those kinds of things. So I had to make a decision and uh, I made the decision. I, I think I made the right decision. I just wish I hadn't had to. Um, yeah. but I've, I've stuck with the sport. I was, I stayed involved like in clubs and stuff. And I've been a wrestling coach at the middle school. I started wrestling at for uh, this past season was my 11th season as a head coach. Uh, oh, nice. So, nice. Yeah, we've done pretty well too. Won some, won some like little uh, titles and things. So we've done a nice. good job. That's a uh, full circle. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's fun. They actually gave me my like singlet from back when I was like in eighth grade. I've got it hanging on my wall in the office, so it's fun. They had it. <laughs> yeah, they still have like they they still have everything back there. Like in the wrestling like closet, they've got like headgear from like 1980 <laughs> like i don't know how why big, how big is this closet it sounds like an abyss it needs to be gone through somebody i guess i'm probably the guy that needs to go through and just throw it away but, <laughs> but, <laughs> you don't want to open that can of worms <laughs> so that that's a rare uh, a rare teenager i feel like that would choose uh his church group over his sports team uh, yeah. What was that decision like? I don't know. Like I said, it wasn't much of a decision. I was so committed. And at that time in my life, I already knew that um, there was a pretty strong call to ministry in my life. So knowing knowing what I was going to ultimately do with my life in regards to like working in church and ministry, like it wasn't too hard. It was, it was uh, 
I guess I had to grieve the decision a little bit. Like I didn't want to have to make the decision, but you know, my coach was like, Hey, this is how it's going to be. You're either going to be part of the team or you're not. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, well, I guess I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, I, so, I've made it's a complicated. Oh, you got I'm curious. Fuzzy, I'm curious for someone, for, for me, like church, God uh, was the last thing on my mind at 13, 12 years old. Uh, what, so like, I'm just curious about the mindset or how, how, I guess how was, uh, how was yeah, it that the spirituality was so important to you at that young age? Yeah. Um, well, I grew up in church. Um, my dad is actually the lead pastor of the church I work at, okay. uh, which is kind of, a, kind of a different, but still cool, um, I don't know, dynamic. Most people can't work with their family and I can't imagine not. So my huh. dad and I get along really well. He's, um, he's been the dad. He's not like, like some parents try so hard to be their, your friend that they fail at being your parent. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, my dad has always been my dad. He's always been like that authority figure in my life uh, from a young age, which afforded us the ability to have this like friendship as well. Um, so like my dad's always been a guy that I kind of wanted to be like. And it was like his, his love for me um, really modeled the love that God has for us. And so when I was able to like really experience the love of God through the love of my earthly dad, like it just, and, and just learning from him about, you know, everything that Jesus did and the things that he's still doing and how, you know, all of that is still relevant. Um, and then I, I was at really, I grew up, in church, but I didn't really make my own like personal commitment to Jesus until, until I was like probably 11 years old. I kind of went to church and I was always a good kid. I never like did bad things. That's pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, like, yeah, but like I was, I was obedient and like I went to church and I thought I was doing like, I thought I was like really a Christian, but I hadn't really like really made a devoted effort from myself saying okay i'm gonna yeah that's what i was asking that's exactly what i was asking like the holy spirit and that was i was at like a summer camp uh like it was i think i was 11 years old and it kind of came to my attention that like you know i've never actually made this decision for myself and i think some some of what you're asking like how are you able able to like focus on your spirituality so young you know, part of it is just like the the call of uh, the Holy spirit to my heart, man. Like I can't take too much credit for it. Um, you know, like when I, even like in working in youth ministry and like dealing with teenagers, sometimes I have a hard time. Honestly, I just have a hard time understanding why they don't get it because like, because I just, you get I, it. I got it when I was young. I'm like, man, how do I teach these kids that don't get it? You know, right. like, why, yeah. why so like, I'm having to break it down break things down to like more of an elementary kind of level. Cause like truthfully, when I was a kid, I was digging into the word of God young. Like I remember, I remember bringing my Bible to like middle school and high school and like during study block, I'm like studying, <laughs> studying like Psalms and Proverbs and like all these other kids. That's, like, what the that's a rare kid right there, man. That's a rare <laughs> kid. Yeah. It sounds, really? <laughs> it sounds like it's a, it's a propensity. Like it, it's a gift, I guess, you know, propensity towards spirituality yeah. that is not common. I think gift, yeah. gifts go with put it. I think, yeah. Because um, I, I think like teenagers, I mean, you're not thinking past, you know, lunchtime and you're yeah. definitely not thinking about anyone else besides, you know, besides what you're doing past lunchtime. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, there's no like, um, thought of like repercussion or or um why you're doing what at least for me like i was just doing things like and i went i, I went to church but i was like i was like oh this feels good you know and i but i definitely wasn't like reading the bible or anything this was just like ah, oh, this, this is where my mom takes me on sundays and i'm i'm a believer you know air quotes yeah. but uh yeah it took me a while to realize i kind of like the the gravity of the 
of the situation, you know, and I feel like, like in a roots word gift, right? Like it's kind of has to be shown to you. I, I don't feel like it's kind of like people who like want to get in shape, like, like people who are super out of shape and, and they maybe in their head, like they'll tell you like, man, I got to get in shape. You know what I mean? But like, there's nobody you, as someone who was a personal trainer, you're never going to convince someone like, yo, you, you have to change your life. Like it has to come from them. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, otherwise they're like, they'll feel it. You could, you can explain it to them. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and then like three weeks later, they're, you know, they're 45 minutes late to their session and then you're back to, and then you don't see them anymore. <laughs> three days later. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Aru were both optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, that so, um, that does drive me nuts. Like you're talking about people who like say they want to lose weight and like, I'll hear like, I, I'm sure you've experienced it too, like having to cut weight. And so like you go from like, for me going from like 175 to 155 in a fairly short amount of time and people will see kind of see the weight fall off. And then they say things like, man, I just wish I could lose weight. I wish I could, you know, I wish I could get in shape. And I tell them you can, you know, you just, yeah. you just have to put that effort. And I think that crosses over to like my spiritual life too. It's like, I think sometimes but, we think far too less about our afterlife and we spend way too much time focusing on what's going on now. When you look at eternity, eternity is a really long time. And we like to focus on moments, like moments yeah. that didn't go our way, things that didn't happen the way we wish they would have. And we get completely distracted from eternity, not even just our life, our lifespan, which might be 80 years, might be a little more, a little less, but we get distracted from like afterlife, not just this because of like one small moment in time. So like, people I like kind of drawn that parallel between like, I wish I could get in shape. You know, I think sometimes we just don't think about it until mm -hmm. it's, I think oh, the difference is the difference is some people wish some people choose. You chose yeah. when you were in middle school, yeah. some people just wish. Well, let me ask this. And this is, this is way beyond the uh, scope of the podcast of, of our podcast. So, uh, I think well, I'm going to lose some people here. So I'll just ask you this. I'm going to have to debate it because I honestly can't answer this. But are you, are you a Calvinist? Are you a uh, Armenianism? Is oh, <laughs> to be honest, I don't know enough about all those words to like. I don't even know to, what that is. So are you a, a free will free will person or a predeterminist? I'm. I am. I believe that people have free will. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that. God chooses, there are some people that are chosen to do things like, mm -hmm. like God chose Noah to build an ark, right? right? Like that needed to happen and God chose him. Do I think Noah had an option of maybe not? And then God trying, you know, finding somebody else, maybe I like to focus on instead of like those things that like, I think some of those kinds of things do break up church and like, you'll, like you were saying, I'll lose some people here. <laughs> so I think some, some of those arguments end up like splitting Christians right down the middle. And then we end up not liking each other. But at the end of yeah. the day, Jesus still died on the cross. He still rose again. And that's our hope for salvation. And those, yeah. those are the kind of things I focus on. Like, I, I don't know enough about all those things to like argue them too much. I know I have free will. So I can, I can answer from my, my uh, experience. I have free will to do right to do wrong to like to do what i'm supposed to or not uh so yeah i believe we have free will and i know that's scriptural but also no yeah. i think I'll probably ride right in the middle somewhere like i also know that there are some things that are predetermined i think there are some things that god has set in motion on purpose because that's part of his plan so mm -hmm. um yeah i was just think? curious because we were saying we were talking about you know like you have to choose to do this you have to put effort yeah. in and then there's some people so far on the spectrum like you can't put effort in you're just uh yeah, you're just going yeah, along yeah. the predetermined thing that <laughs> just wish yeah I've experienced yeah. Those kinds of people and I'm, yeah i can't agree with them yeah uh, i'm somewhere in the middle i'm somewhere in the middle as well um so uh you guys want to talk about the the fights that happened over the weekend was there, was yes. some terrible ones and some good ones <laughs> so I w i'd like to give uh, o'malley a new nickname uh sean 
Achilles heel on the alley. <laughs> All right. I was thought, I thought you were gonna go with like sugar ankles or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but literally his uh, his debut in the UFC, same thing. He just yep. he was able to fight through that one. But he had his ankles taped and wrapped and it still didn't help. Um I watched I rewatched that fight and I would say I'm 100% convinced that even if he did break his ankle, um, it happened as a result of the calf kick. Because there's like, um, uh, Vera throws a calf kick that honestly wasn't hard. Like he just like f footed him like uh, in, the, in the side of his calf. And then immediately after, like O'Malley switches to or back to orthodox because he kicked him in the right leg. Switches back to orthodox and you see him like wiggling his ankle around behind him. And like, mm. and he's sitting there kind of thinking. Then he takes a step to the right. This was immediately after his second. So he takes a step to the right, and that, and, and that step was the first time he stumbled. Then he kind of like moved around funny for a while. And then when he fully decided, he's like, oh, I think I'm better. He takes a big step into southpaw and then tries to bounce back. And that was when the big roll happened. And that's, that's probably where it broke. But he already had that drop foot. You, you know, like the uh, – the, um, Triple C, uh, what's Triple C's name? Henry Cejudo. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had that weird drop foot thing going on where he couldn't lift his toes up. So every time he'd step with his right foot, like his toes would just drag and he'd, and he'd roll over. And then when you got sugar ankles, it's a bigger problem for you. But that's how... Um, <laughs> Did you come up with that or you saw it somewhere? No, nah, it just popped in my head right now. Yeah. I feel like it's sugar ankles. I thought I was being like so smart with the Achilles heel format, but sugar ankles it doesn't get better than that. <laughs> sugar ankles, I think, is gonna stick. Yeah. I was listening to Shale Sun talk about his uh, his ankle problem. He's pretty convinced that's gonna be like a a problem forever. I think. Like, yeah. I saw some. I think he was saying like some doctors were tweeting about it, what they think his issue is. It's like a high ankle sprain, which can be harder to heal than even like a compound fracture. Like you see like with Ooh. Anderson Silva. So they're saying like it could be really hard for that to heal. And that might be like a, a longevity thing. And I want to talk too bad about Sean, but like I'd be careful to put too much stock in him right now. If that, mm -hmm. if that's what some of the doctors are saying, like it could be a long-term thing. Has it been, uh, has anything been released, like, if it was a break or a sprain? I, I didn't really follow up on the press conferences. He's saying the doctors are tweeting that it's a high ankle sprain, right? Well, he was yeah, saying, so, like, those are third-party doctors, though. I yeah, really yeah. The, the US. Yeah, those were just doctors that were watching the fight as it was happening and, like, watched some replays, and that's their kind of, like, yeah, just – from watching what happened, what they think it probably was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and with problems that he's had in the past, that's what they're thinking, like, is probably his, his problems, that he's had this issue in the past, and it just never has healed correctly. If I it were does him, seem like – go ahead. If I, if I were him, I'd find the best physical therapist. I'm sure he has the money now. I'd find the yeah, best well, physical therapist you, I could find. And you just go to the, the UFC, in, would send him to their, their guys. Oh, sure yeah, the best, performance yeah. institute, yeah. Yeah. I just spent six months on that because yeah. this is the second time that has happened. And also, I think the way he's built, too, is he's skinny and lanky. Like, those type of things happens to guys with that type of build. Like, uh, Anderson Silva broke his leg. Uh, Corey, what was his name? Like, way back. Over Snapped his leg. Ago. Yeah. Also, yeah. tall, lanky guy. Uh, so, I think... There's just not enough there density any, there. Is there any truth to I've, – I've only heard this. I haven't um, – so we can fact check it if we need to. But is there any truth to the fact that, like, coming off of steroids, you're, like, more susceptible to bone breaks and stuff like that? Um, I, I've only heard that, like, in passing. And, and Sean tested positive, right? He was out for two years. Well, what did he test – was he test positive for steroids or was it, like, a, a weed thing back before? This? I thought it was a weed thing. Oh, was it? Okay. Oh, no, I don't know. no, no, it was a tainted supplement. It was a tainted oh. supplement. It was just a powder. Was so. I was about to say he was eating brownies. That was a taint. That was his tainted supplement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I feel like 
my it, my screen only pops up if I'm talking, but I and I give a um, a suspicious look to you when you say oh. <laughs> you said tainted stuff. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Quotes there, quotes. Yeah. Um. Well, I I'm sort of like on the fence with all the tainted supplements thing because I feel like it's it, it's so convenient, but then it but then it like. I don't know, it seems like it happened so much, there's more and more like evidence behind but it. But then it happened to Neil. Like Neil is the last person that would take anything. And That's he was so he was so pissed off about that. Like he would have stopped talking about it for a year. A year. Like, <laughs> I swear to God. He, he never stopped talking about it because it was such an insult to his name that he would take something and like he had to go through this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I never, think there uh, are cases like that. I'm, I'm very skeptical with like when 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 fighters come out and say like, oh, I don't know where this came from, blah blah blah. I was always like, yeah, right. How could you not know? You know. And then when the when Neil's happened before he even said that, I was like, something. Nah, I didn't. Yeah. There's something wrong. You know. What I mean, he was like one of the people that like made me believe just because I just because I know him. I'm like, nah, he's not the type. He wouldn't. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. He definitely kind of – so obviously it does happen, you know, but does it happen as I think, much? I think nine out of ten times it's a choice. It's what? It's a choice to take something oh. and, oh, and then I could just blame it on the supplement. Yeah, I think I think that's what it was like. All right, if you're going to take something, find a supplement that's tainted with that and then put that on your list. You that's know? what I'm saying. But, I thought that USADA, like, because you have to report your supplements to USADA, if whatever you're taking, they have to know. And I thought that they had like a, don't they look into that? Like, all right, this is what you're taking. We have a list of pre-approved supplements. And if this one's new, we're going to go check it out. You know what I mean? But I guess you could make, isn't that the case? Am I wrong there? I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I think if you take some a new supplement that's maybe not on the list because they, people come up with supplements all the time, right? There's new that's supplements true. all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess you could I say think, like, oh, well, just because one batch wasn't tainted doesn't mean the other, the other wasn't tainted or whatever. Um, you just gotta take supplements that are like made locally, like made in the U.S. Because I mean, the all the whole tainted supplement thing is like supplements that are made in China, and then they're also making. D ball, like in those same China, factors. China's like, let's sprinkle some extra juice in there. <laughs> These, this protein's gonna work great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, question: If uh, if uh, if you haven't checked out our podcast in the past, you'll find that like most of what we talk about is us sharing what we think is reality, yeah. and then at the end going, actually, I, I don't even know if that's true or not. So let's just, let's just... <laughs> um, but anyways, let's get into the fights. Let's 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 uh let's talk about the card. Um, the only three that I I watched them all, but the only three that I felt were any good were the last three. Did, was there anything good on the undercard? No, I just enjoyed the last three too. Yeah, yeah. It it's um kind of a weird thing where like when it, whenever you have like there's a huge main event the UFC really just like phones it in on the rest of the card that it's not a weird thing it makes sense because like this this main event's going to draw enough pay-per-view so let's throw in our low-paid uh guys I, in the I wasn't of the mad game. about it honestly I wasn't mad about it I, I actually prefer it that way when it's when the card is so stacked like by the time you get to the main event you're already jaded it's nice. I can't think all this excitement <laughs> you you got to tune in at like 4 p.m. You, you know, it's 10 o'clock when the main event starts. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, just make make the main card good. And what are people who really care will watch the card. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah, I'm on did, the uh, East Coast, and it's a Saturday night, and I got church in the morning. You know how hard it is to watch a fight at 1 o'clock in the morning when I got to be there oh, at, like, man. 7.30? Why did they do it yeah. so, so late to the uh, – speaking of things we don't know – uh, but someone told me, like, uh, like on the East Coast, like in New York at least, it's like it's kind of a late night place anyway. So that's why they do it more prime time for California, and then people in New York, like they're just watching later anyway. So it's yeah, all good. New over. York clubs are open till four a.m. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh? East Coast is like that. Miami, New York, it's four a.m. That so two one a.m. when you're watching a main event. What, what, what if the fight is in New York? Is it they do they still fight? 
Yeah. Like California prime time. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I guess even though New York City is huge, like probably the majority of the viewers, there's probably more viewers in California than there is on the East Coast. I mean, we just have more bigger cities that are in the Pacific time zone anyways. But I think so, right? Because, I mean, you got New York and there's a few cities in Florida that are big, but like, not because then you got Boston. Yeah, yeah that doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's a, there's these, a bunch of these, cities over there too. These cities, uh, they never sleep in. Like New York, Miami, they don't sleep. East Coast cities are... Uh, they don't sleep in, but the majority of the population is on the, um, you know, California time. So, yeah, West Coast, uh, Vegas. I feel like it's one of those. Uh, we're gonna keep doing it this way because it's the way we've always done it. It's like they, it's like it started yeah. on the West Coast, so we're just gonna keep doing it so we don't screw anybody up. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's show. true. They, they do an earlier show. Everybody misses the show because they thought it was at like ten o'clock. Yeah, well, I guess if they did, if they did prime time in New York, like say they did it at seven o'clock in New York, no one in California would even be able. They would all be, still be at work, you know, or at least if it's like if it's prime time in California, the people in New York most of them are not at work. They, I mean, it may be late, but they're at least they're free or whatever. And it's Saturday, but all right, for, for fourth time, uh, let's get into fine. So, who did you guys think uh, won that main event? It's super close, but I. I wanted DC to win, but Stipe took it. Yeah, I agree. I really, it was like heart and head, you know. My heart really wanted DC to win. You know, I really like the guy. (laughs) I've never met him, but I really, I like the guy. And I wanted him to go out, like, with a bang, especially, like, after all the losses against, like, uh, all the John Jones drama. And, like, I wanted him to be able to go out um, with a big win and be able to like just retire that way but you gotta you gotta you gotta love it when he pulls up the spandex up to his nipples and his destructor <laughs> to cover his, to cover his mountain top <laughs> and he pulls it off and, but like he almost pulled it off this time <laughs> the punches that he hit Stipe with I'm like that would have knocked out so many people Stipe yeah, yeah. has one of the best chins in MMA yeah, I mean, he took Ngannou's, but he's the only one taking Ngannou's punches, right? I think he's the only one. Argu- arguably the best chin in ever made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Definitely the best chin in heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the yeah. best chin in heavyweight. Well, um, but DC probably has the number two chin in heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, he took some big shots too that fight. And some he good went, eye pokes. I was about to say, yeah. he went like two knuckles deep in his eye, I think. Dude, and I, let me tell you, I've had that before. Like, I, I've... Uh, uh, one of our friends in Denver, Jim, his name is Jimmy. He, uh, Rudy knows him. He buried complete, like lost the tip of his finger inside of my open, like the same thing. I didn't even get a chance to blink. It was all the way gone. And that oh. is by far, like, even like compared to blowing your back out and things like that, by far the most painful thing I've ever experienced. And, um, to, for him to just be like, all right. I mean, of course there's like adrenaline or whatever, but he's, he just like yeah. fought through it. And you could tell Stipe, like, like the ref was like, the ref was like, no, keep fighting, keep fighting. And even Stipe was like, no, no, no. He couldn't see out of that eye. He couldn't see I out know, of that I, I kind of thought it was lame that, like, Stipe took a poke, right? And he was he was able to, like, get recovery time. And the doctor came and looked and all that stuff. And then, but, but um, Cormier didn't get any time. But, you know, I'm just kind of making excuses just because I like him so much. Uh He's he's America's America's father figure. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes to, it comes to MMA, man. Um, but um, I I scored it at the end of the fight, three rounds to two for Cormier. But knowing that I was biased, I was like, maybe it'll probably be three <laughs> rounds to two for Stipe, you know. Um, yeah. But I didn't I didn't think four rounds to one at all. But, no, I scored it three to two to Stipe. Yeah, I wanted yeah. it to be three to. I wouldn't have been mad if it was three to two. To DC, but uh, I yeah. thought it was through to Stipe. How did you score that second round? Because that was a weird round. Because like it was like a totally dominant round by DC, but then he gets almost finished in the last thirty seconds. And I was like, I don't, I, I don't know. That was one of the rounds. I was like, I might go. They might give that to Stipe. I, I think that's why I gave it to Stipe because it's how you end the round. And yeah. he almost got finished. Yeah, and that was, and that was, that that was DC's. It was his best round, probably. It was his best round for four, four and a half minutes, you know? 
Yeah. Um, right now. All right. Um, so we pretty much already talked about the uh, the O'Malley fight. So let's uh, talk about that JDS fight. And then I got a I got a hard out. I'm gonna be probably about ten minutes late to practice right now as it is. So. It's California practice though, so it starts sometime <laughs> within thirty minutes of its actual starting time. <laughs> um, uh, oh, well, what about you, Preston? Did you say? Did you say who you actually scored the fight? Or would you think was the winner when it ended? Stipe. Um, but yeah, yeah, Stipe. That, yeah, that second round, though, like, I wish somebody would come out with a video, like, post it on YouTube or something on how you actually score MMA. Because, like, sometimes I don't oh, know, like, can you yeah. win a round just because of 30 seconds? Um, or, or, like, so I, I don't know. I think it's it so gone, subjective, man. With that one round, but, yeah, I had Stipe winning. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody makes a video because there is no – Nobody it's knows. Just like, just go with what you feel. Like, <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. Like, and and uh, my like my friend uh, Johnny Munoz, like the guy was. So he took forty eight hour notice for the UFC. It was his first fight for there, and I, I scored it winning. And I remember later like, ended, I was like, it's going to depend which judge he gets. Because in my mind, he won. But like, certain judges prefer this, certain judges prefer that. It's just like so random, and I feel like it's getting worse, which is weird. Yeah. I, I don't remember there being so many like controversial decisions five, even five years ago. Um, yeah, I still like that too. I think it's worse than it's ever been. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, JDS and uh, Rosenstruck, that was an awesome fight. Yeah, I mean, I think Rosenstruck. I think JDS is, uh, he just can't take it like he used to. And uh, I, honestly, I think. I think even he could probably get a win here and there, but he should probably retire. I agree. I agree. I thought, he, I thought he should retire before that fight, to be honest. Because yeah. I think yeah. guys just – I and I get it. I understand, like, being a warrior and wanting to, like, go out and fight. And, like, that's part of the reason why I, I'm just fighting for fun just because it's fun and it's part of who I am. But, like, yeah, he's he might get a win, like you said. He might get a win here and there, but – I just want to be able to cost? remember him for how good he was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, there's nothing fun, nothing fun about having to get hit by a UFC heavyweight. So you can't be doing that for fun. Like, you do it yeah. for the money more than likely, you know, like you gotta, or you gotta like stay afloat or whatever. It's definitely um, for the money, but like, is it worth sacrificing your health like that? This keeps getting knocked out over and over again. Like, is it worth it? But then again, we don't know what is he making? Yeah. Uh, he made somewhere around half. Of, well, his disclosed purse for this one was somewhere around half a million. Um, so maybe it is worth it for him. Yeah, I might get knocked out for half a million. No, I definitely uh, would get knocked out. Over <laughs> <and> over, <though. laughs> I mean, no, but half a million each time. Half a million each time. I'll, give me three. Yeah. Give me three, and I'm set. Three knockouts. <laughs> I get right in the face for half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. It, there was something impressive about that, like, because uh, I was, you know, before the fight, Arut and I talked like, yeah, JDS doesn't have it anymore. Then he came out with the with the Rocky Balboa theme song and a brand new mustache, and I was like, oh, man, you know what? Maybe he the might power have the mustache. <laughs> he reinvented yeah. himself. Right. <laughs> he came out to the Rocky song last time. It did not work out for him. Um, oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does not help. You could challenge no, it in a Rocky Balboa, it's not gonna do it. That's uh if you get uh if you get knocked out, I feel like I don't know, I think about my walkout music a lot. And I feel like if I got knocked out to a song, I'd be like, I hate that song. Never it's played dead it to me, yeah. Hundred percent dead <laughs> to me. Right. I think he was trying to prove something to himself that it doesn't matter the song. You know, like yeah. hey, I could still make this work. I think, right. I think that's what it was. he had the mustache. Because I, I was missing the mustache. That, that was yeah. the issue. The song's still good. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, I got to get to practice. So um, we, um, we're we coming up on an hour anyway. So not bad. Decent. Um, so, Preston, I appreciate you jumping in with us, man. So I'll, I'll get you my audio. And if you could send me your audio. And then this way um, nobody has to listen to the one side with the, with the crappy Zoom audio. That'd be awesome. Um, so, um, yeah, if you guys want to follow our podcast, you can find us anywhere you download your podcasts. And uh, we're on YouTube, on my personal YouTube page, Nick Angeloni. 
Um, and we're on social media at quotes and chokes everywhere. Um, uh, what about what's the details on yours? Saved and Savage on uh, we're on Apple and Spotify, all those big ones. Nice. I'm not on YouTube, but I feel like I should be. So maybe uh, that's something uh, we need to switch to. But uh, it's worth it, man. Like our, our downloads doubled. They doubled when we really? went to YouTube. Yeah, the 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 retention like usually when people watch your YouTube videos they don't even come close to watching the whole thing. Um, yeah, but it's so it, it it was it was good it was helpful for us. Um, so saved and savage on everything, right? Uh, that's, yeah, that's saved and savage. It. Yeah, I don't have a Twitter. I've got a personal Twitter, but I don't even really use that. So yeah, um, but Instagram is kind of the way to go. That's where I'm at. Yeah, dude, and the memes the memes are coming in hot on your. <laughs> It's like one of the best meme pages right now. Like one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got think I've liked, I've liked so many of your memes that, that now when you make a post, Instagram notifies me. Like, <laughs> you must like this guy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, my, I think my wife has laughed at one of them. That's about it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's she, she sounds like, so yeah. That seems like uh, most of the jokes that I make and with my wife just rolling her eyes in the background. <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, if you want to follow me personally, at Nick Angel, only 155 on uh, all social media platforms, except for TikTok, because um, I'm, not, I'm not going down that route. And then Arut, uh, go ahead. And you can follow me on Instagram, prime underscore time, 9999. I still haven't changed it. Uh, yep. <laughs> Cool. I the dude just you gotta just go with it now. I feel like everybody we've heard it thirty six times now, so I feel like people got it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um all right guys. Well, it was good talking. Um appreciate everyone coming on. Yeah, man. Good talking. Good talking. Later. <laughs>